All right, y'all, welcome to the Scott Horton Show. I'm the director of the Libertarian Institute, editorial director of Antiwar.com, author of the book Fool's Errand, Time to End the War in Afghanistan, and the brand new Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terrorism. And I've recorded more than 5,500 interviews since 2003, almost all on foreign policy and all available for you at scotthorton.org. You can sign up for the podcast feed there. And the full interview archive is also available at youtube.com slash Scott Horton Show. All right, you guys, introducing again, Nasser Arabi. He is a reporter out of Sana'a, Yemen. He runs Yemen Alan. That's YemenNow.com. Welcome back to the show, Nasser. How are you doing, sir? Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Uh, very happy to have you here. So, the big news in the papers here, and I admit that I'm a little bit behind on all the details, but they say that the ceasefire agreement has fallen apart. And um, so I guess the big question is uh, whether you think that that portends a return to the fighting, or is this maybe uh, just a hiccup? And probably, you know, last time I talked to you, you were pretty optimistic about this thing winding down. So I wonder what you think uh, of the reality of the current situation. Yes, uh, they have not reached an agreement to extend and expand the the truce. But this uh, does not mean that they are uh, now back to fighting uh, for many reasons. First of all, now uh, it's uh, it's now three days then since they I think three or four days. Since the since the truce expired, without uh, re- uh, without being renewed, but no big fighting is there, and this is the good news. So the bad news is no expansion and no extension uh, for the truce, but the 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 good news is there is no fighting. There is no uh, fighting inside Yemen. Of course. Uh, uh, there's a little bit uh, skirmishes here or there. This is as usual, but I'm I mean there is no all-out or full-blown war already here in Yemen. Uh, not in Taiz, not in uh, Marib, not in Shabwa, not in any any other uh, province of of Yemen. Also, there is no uh, air strikes. There is no Saudi air strikes. Also, there is no uh, Houthi missiles on Saudi Arabia. So this is good news, still good news, on the ground, from the ground. Uh-huh. And from a, a diplomatic level and a, a political level, the talks are still going on. Um, um, attempts are being made uh, from all sides. Um, uh, uh, I think uh, UAA and Saudi Arabia are still um, uh, committed to their positions to and their willingness to end this war. So um, I'm still optimistic, let me say. I would say I'm still optimistic because uh, Saudis and uh, Emiratis are willing to end this war. The only thing that I want to tell you now and your audience is uh, 
that Houthi knows very well. Houthi knows very well that um, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates want to end the war as soon as possible. And Houthi is exploiting this point. Houthi, Houthi is exploiting this point to, to maximize his conditions and his benefits. And this is what he's doing. But I think from the indications I have, I have, I have seen and from what I'm hearing here and what I'm saying here on the ground, I think it's still very possible and uh, very likely that this truce is going to be extended and expanded and the war is not going to, uh, to, to resume. Also because of the Saudi and United Arab Emirates willingness to end it. And there is also one more thing that makes me um, um, uh, that makes me say something like this is uh, which is the Houthi uh, himself um, um, said many times to to them that he would of course he, he would attack uh, the interest the Saudi interest and Emirati interest the oil interest in particular. And now they understand, Saudis and Emiratis know that Houthi could do what he says. He could attack, he could send his missiles and his uh, drones to Saudi Arabia and to United Arab Emirates. They know very well. And they don't want this to happen. They don't want to see this happen at all. So uh, this is uh, one thing. The other thing is that what they have been negotiating over the last two months is the, the points, is the following points. What are they? They are the, the, um, the, the, the salaries, number one, the salaries of the, of the, of the public servants, of the government, everyone not certain places, not Houthi places, not, not, not only Houthi places or, or the, 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 the government places. Every single public servant should, should have their, their own salaries. So salaries is number one, and it is being discussed. Uh, uh, the Sana'a airport, is also number two, uh, with uh, of course with with more uh, uh, destinations, not only to Cairo and uh, Jordan, but to many other destinations, and also the um, the, the 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 boats, the 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 sea boats, opening the sea boats for the aids, and also for the commercial uh, ships. Um, also, the, um, the, 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 the roads inside Yemen, opening the roads inside Yemen like Ta'iz and all other provinces. So they want, they discuss these four things, opening the roads, 
the flights from Sanaa airports, re resumption of the flights of Sanaa airports to many places, to many destinations, and also the salaries. And the number four is, uh, is the, the ships. So these four points are being discussed uh, and uh, still being discussed. And this is what the, the general, um, the secretary general of the UN uh, uh, said, and uh, what also the UN envoy also said, that these points are still being discussed and they are still uh, optimistic. And I think what United States also said in their statements, in their last statements, and what, what is happening in the Congress now, the movement in the Congress, and uh, urging the Biden administration to end the U.S. involvement in this war, all these things would lead to at least expansion and extension of this truce. The most important thing, why I am optimistic, why I am saying this is that there is no war until now. So if, if there was if there was going to be, if there was a war, if there was going to be a war, it would be there already, but there is no war until now. Mm -hmm. This is why I am optimistic. Yeah. All right. Well, so thank you so much for that, Nasser. There's so many things to talk about there, but I think the most important point to highlight there, when you go through the things that the Houthis are demanding now, you know, I guess adding to their demands, the list, as as uh, I took notes here, salaries for the um, public workers, reopen the airports and the seaports, reopen the roads inside the country, and allow commercial shipping, etc. So in other words, there's nothing here about, we want a free light water reactor and $100 billion and, you know, a bunch of whatever, anything, right? This is all very basic uh, in other words, lifting of wartime conditions is all this is asking for. It's not asking for anything extra at all. Uh, it's simply saying, let us, you know, get to a further state of normalcy um, before we give you any more guarantees. So not to take the Houthis side in the thing necessarily. Uh, it's either a good tactic or a bad one for the time. I'm not certain, but I would just wanted to emphasize there that even if they're being, you know, difficult in the negotiations at this point by bringing up a few more things, the things on the list are absolutely, you know, reasonable and belong on the table for discussion sooner than later anyway. So um, that seems like an important point. Um, and then I wanted to ask you about something that you mentioned right there. Of course, uh, anyway, you got to it is this debate about the war powers resolutions in Congress in the United States right now. I wonder what effect you think that's having on the negotiations there, even though it's not even scheduled for a vote yet. It has more than 100 co-sponsors, I believe 116, last time I checked, 116 co-sponsors in the House, and the Democrats are getting it going in the Senate anyway. So um, can you elaborate a little bit more about that? Is there much discussion about um, you know, on on either or both sides about how, yeah, this matters. If Congress is fed up, we're going to have to figure out a way to wrap this thing up. Yeah, I think uh, it's very important. What's what's happening in the United States for ending the war in Yemen is very important. First of all, this is uh, this is because the United States is still having the 
the influence and the livery to end it as soon as possible because we know um, uh, what it means to 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 uh, to to uh, to say to Saudi Arabia that um, uh, I'm not going to give you this. I'm not going to sell you to sell uh, any more uh, weapons. Uh, I'm not going to support this war. I'm, uh, it's uh, not good. It, but let me tell you why it's okay for the Congress and for anyone there in the United States to help. Because um, Houthi, as you said, Houthi is not now uh, demanding more things that are that can't be met. The Houthi conditions and the Houthi demands are some are things that can be met that can be that can be met because uh, because uh, it's it's some things that are um, that are very uh, essential for the people like the roads the flights the uh, sea boats and uh, and uh, also the salaries so but the reason why Houthi is still um, um, um uh, hesitating or not uh, sure and um, not uh, happy with them with the saudis and uh, emiratis because they want saudis and emiratis want kind of um uh, not war not peace the status of not war not peace this floyd uh, status is in the favor of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. In other words, uh, Saudi Arabia, what Saudi Arabia wants is, okay, Houthi, I want Houthi not to attack me with the missiles, with the drones. And But if the war continues in Yemen, it's okay. No problem to me. This is what Saudi Arabia could say and would say, and also United Arab Emirates. So... This is the thing that Houthi also knows, and he knows about them, that they want this kind of Floyd state of not war, not peace in Yemen. So this is why he's still uh, threatening. He's, he's th threatening the oil companies entering Yemen. He's still threatening Houthis, still threatening uh, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Not because he does he doesn't want to end the war to end the war, but he because he wants a real peace, and this is very clear: a real peace, a real government, a real coalition, and a real partnership. This is if this happens, or if, if there is if there is a, um, uh, efforts being exerted to make this happen, I think uh, the truth would be uh, would be also extended. And expanded. Mm -hmm. Hey, you guys, I quit Twitter again. Had to to get the new book written. But I'm still lurking around a bit at my Reddit group page, r slash Scott Horton Show, so you can still find me there. But there's a catch. The Reddit group is members only. Just donate $5 per month with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar, and we'll see you there. Hey, y'all, Scott Horton here for Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. Man, this stuff is so good. They get all different flavors. Garlic habanero, honey habanero, pineapple habanero, poblano jalapeno, and the blood orange ghost. They're all so good, I swear. And for a limited time, Tennessee Hot Sauce Company is featuring official Scott Horton Hotter Than the Sun thermonuclear hot sauce. 
It's full of Carolina Reapers, Scorpion Peppers, Dr. Pepper, Hydrogen Isotopes, and all kinds of things that'll burn your tongue clean off. Seriously, it's really good. Get yourself a hot sauce subscription. Spend $40 or more and use promo code SCOTT to get a free bottle of Hotter Than The Sun hot sauce. That's tnhotsauceco.com. Hey, y'all got to check out these awesome busts of our hero, the great Ron Paul. They're made by the renowned sculptor Rick Casali. They're 13 inches tall, hand-painted bronze resin based on Casali's brilliant original. Y'all may have seen mine in the background on my bookshelf in some recent interviews. The thing is unbelievable. Check out this incredible piece of art at rickcasali.com slash ronpaul, and you'll see what I mean. Use promo code Horton and you'll save 25 bucks, and this show will get a little kickback too. That's rickcasali.com slash ronpaul. Casali is C-A-S-A-L-I, rickcasali.com slash ronpaul. And there's free shipping too. And now, so if we kind of, uh, you know, imagine a year from now or more, do you think, assuming that foreign powers butt out and allow the different factions inside Yemen to negotiate, do you think that they'll be able to hold the country together and have a real coalition government? Or do you predict a split again between the North and the South um, or even continued fighting between the Southern Transitional Council and Al-Qaeda down there in the South? There's a whole other question about switching sides back again Maybe America will start backing the Houthis against Al-Qaeda again, or who knows what, right? Exactly. Let me tell you, about this point, it's, 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 it's a reality. I mean, uh, the, the, the factions are there, um, and they are very, you know, divided. Um, um, they are not united at all. No good leadership. Um, and also, even Saudi Arabia and United Arab Emirates themselves have their own proxies. They have their own proxies. They have their own interests in Yemen. They have their own, you know, they are different, as, I, as I've been always uh, telling you in this show all along. Uh, the, the interests of Saudi Arabia are different from the interests of United Arab Emirates. And they are the big allies. They are the big they are the only ones in Yemen. Let me say, they are the only ones who are um, who want to 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 divide uh, uh, the the sphere of of influence among them. So um, uh, the, the the unity or the the unity government and unity coalition uh, would be there only if there is uh, if there is a recognition. Of Houthi, let me say, because now they are they are talking as if they don't want to 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 uh, to give Houthi what he deserves, regardless of his right or wrong. I'm not saying this. I'm not talking about whether he deserves or not. But I'm saying now Houthi is is a big power on the ground. He is a big force in the ground, in the in the in the in the in the north and also in some of the south. So um, there should be there should be a real um, efforts to recognize Houthi and to recognize all other factions, except of, of course Al Qaeda because it's terrorist. But if they unite, if they focus on a unity government, I think they would 
reserve the unity of Yemen, and also th there would be a coalition, and there would be a temporary um, government, and then there will be a, a parliamentary elections and president presidential elections, and then um, everyone would be would take what he deserves or what they deserve. But now to say this is good and this is bad, just according to the to the regional interest, whether Iran or Saudi Arabia or United Arab Emirates or United States or whatever. No, the the the, the Yemen should come first. The the Yemenis should come first. The interest of Yemen should be first. And then um, if this is there, if this will is there, I think uh, they they will uh, come to to uh, to a solution. Uh, and I think also this is what is going to happen because uh, the uh, they don't want any war. They don't want the war any anymore. Uh, this is the big thing that would make us uh, optimistic. Also, the Houthi and Saudis are still making their uh, their bilateral negotiations outside all these things. And everybody knows this. They are still talking in Muscat in Oman, and also they are talking with Iran. Uh, so I think. Um, the, the war is 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 um, is going to end because of all these developments and because of the oil and the company and because all the company the oil companies and because of the what Muhammad, the, the ambition of Mohammed bin Salman. Mohammed bin Salman has his huge projects and he would not be be happy if the war continues. He would not be able to continue his. His 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 um, his 2030, the so-called 2030 projects or 2030 vision. So, uh, I think Mohammed bin Salman and uh, Mohammed bin Zayed would uh, would uh, come to a solution with the Houthis and end this war, in a way or another. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's really important as you emphasize there just even really the language that they use, the way that they construct the argument. I mean, here we're talking about the group that has seized the capital city at the end of 2014. Now, eight years ago, almost. And they the war that we're talking about here has completely failed in eight years to dislodge them from power. They have a monopoly on force, as you say, in the North, the capital city and other parts of the South, they call themselves the government. They are the government. Doesn't mean they're elected. Doesn't mean they're wonderful. Just means they are the government. And yet here we are eight years into the war and the Western side certainly still calls Hadi's old regime in exile, the government and the Houthis are still <laughs> the rebels. And as you're telling me now, <laughs> The major sticking point is whether they will even recognize the fact that the Houthis won the war, damn it. They are the government of the country. Let's at least agree that today is Friday as we move forward, right? This is the point. This is the point. Whether we like it or not, this is the point. This is the point. Houthi is now 10 times bigger, 10 times more powerful than he was. And everybody knows, not only with weapons, but with everything. Now, you can see that tomorrow they have a huge, for example, a huge uh, um, celebration of, of the 
the the the birthday of the Prophet Muhammad, it's kind of showing how big I am and what can I do, and you know. So it's it's what they say is 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 not logic. They should they should they should look to the facts on the ground, and uh, and see what Houthi is doing and what they are doing. They are doing nothing at all. All right, now. Um... Let me ask you about the uh, the power of Al-Qaeda now, too. You've talked about how much the Houthis have grown during this war against them. Well, Al-Qaeda, as you covered for the New York Times back before they didn't want to hear from you anymore, in the earlier stage of the war when America was teamed up with the old dictator, Saleh, in order to attack Al-Qaeda, that only grew them more and more powerful, too, at the time. And yet, then we switched sides seven and a half years ago or so, eight years ago, and now we've been fighting on the same side as Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula there. And I know that um, the UAE has essentially integrated them into what they call their Giants Brigade, their mercenary force on the ground there. But I wonder, how do you parse that in terms of, I mean, I think I even read uh, one time, Nasser, where there was, uh, I wish I remember where I read this, where they were sort of arguing that, like, in a way, this is how to pacify Al-Qaeda. Before they were a bunch of suicide bomber kooks. Now we're sort of normalizing them into a less ideological militia and more just a mercenary force. Something like that. Like, this is somehow taming them in a way. But it seems like it must just be building up their power and setting the stage for a horrible war to come still. I think... They are not taming them. They are not uh, controlling them. I mean, Emirates or Saudis. Let me say Emirates now. They are in the. They are. They are in 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 camps now. They are getting salaries, monthly salaries, by dollars every month. Now, no, not because they are. Um, they they are becoming or they are now moderate or they are less extreme or they are. Uh, less uh, fantas- uh, fanatic, no. But because they 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 are against Houthi only. But uh, they are still Qaeda. They are still Qaeda, and they are against UAE, uh, UAE, and against Saudi Arabia, and against USA, and uh, against the United States. Uh, but they, of course, they want the weapons. They want money. They get all these things, and they grow more and more. So, Qaeda now is uh, is also rebranding itself. At, unfortunately, very few people, very few people who are now who refuse UAE and uh, Saudi Arabia. I, I mean, from Qaeda people, very few. But the majority of Qaeda people, whether um, uh, the sympathizers or the the real recruits or the real uh, uh, operatives, they are. Uh, now uh, taking the money and the weapons of uh, of uh, UAE, and they uh, they call themselves uh, um, giants, brigades, or whatever they call, but they are Qaeda, unfortunately, and they can't be uh, they can't be you know um, they can't be um, uh, civil uh, people easily, or they can't be uh, normal people easily. So, except. I'm saying, except if there is 
a, a strong government that can integrate the the normal people or the reasonable people into um, into the government or into the military or into whatever. Okay, but now we don't have government at all. So they are the government, the the, the people who are who are who are um, ruling in the south are those people who were Qaeda and now they call themselves whatever names, different names. So it's 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 again we come back to the to the to the strong government and the strong government would only come if there is an international and regional uh, will to help Yemenis to to form this government and yeah. and to 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 make to 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 prioritize the Yemeni interest to make the Yemeni interest first not to 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 focus on Saudi and United Arab Emirates and United States first and then Yemen second no right this is this is not right Right. And by the way, I'm sorry, we don't have time to discuss this now, but it's in the book, everybody, about how they were working on a deal on to build a coalition government at the time that America and Saudi started bombing them in 2015. The whole thing is just such an outrage. But I'm sorry, in the last uh, two minutes here, I'm sorry, we're so short on time. But can you please talk about the humanitarian situation there and whether the ceasefire and the increase of trade and all that has done anything or, or how much it may have done to alleviate the starvation and suffering of the Yemeni people here, the civilian population of the country? The humanitarian situation is much, much better than it was. Than it was six months ago. Than it was before the truce. This is a reality. This is a, this is a truth. And we can't deny it at all. Nobody can deny it. But... It's a relative thing. Uh, when I am saying it's better, I, I'm not saying it's okay. But let me tell you what's happening in the. For example, now the fuel you can go in any uh, in any gas station and you can you can fill your your car in any place. This is good thing. You can take whatever whatever um, commercial things from wherever. It's it's coming always and sometimes they delay sometimes, but it's okay. It's much better. It's, I think, 10 times better. This is according to the assessment of UN. So it's okay. But the wars of the war are still there. The, 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 the wounds of the war are still there and they are very deep. And we need a lot of time to recompense and to rebuild and to, to help people to, to recover. So we need a lot of things, a lot of things. It's not enough to say, okay, now it's uh, uh, the, the commercial and the air thing, the commercial ships and the aid ships are coming in. It's okay. Uh, the flights, very fly, very few flights from Sana airports are, are operating and it's okay. No, we, 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 Yemen needs to come to normal to recover. To rebuild itself, but now we are not at least we, we are not back to normal. We are not we are not we are not normal yet because there are a lot a lot of a lot a lot of problems there because Saudis are still Saudis and Emirates unfortunately are still weaponizing the the humanitarian situation, the humanitarian aid, the humanitarian and the commercial the commercial ships and all these things. So this is this should. This needs to stop. This needs to 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 stop right now. All right, listen, 
Uh, thank you so much for coming back on the show. And everyone, you already know, but I'll remind you, and you can do this over and over again. Get your family and friends. Go to 833stopwar.com. There's bullet points and talking points for you there. And just call 833-STOP-WAR. It'll connect you directly to your senators and then to your congressman to let them know. And go to your congressman's website, your senator's websites. They have offices all over your state and in D.C. Brief all of their staff as much as you can. Write letters, send emails. We have active war powers resolutions in both houses of Congress right now. There's, in 20 years of war, when have we had this opportunity the we the people to force the congress to force the president to force the saudis to end this war we can do it but we need everybody's help and that's it we're all out of time but thank you so much nasser again for coming on the show i really appreciate you thank you very very much thank you very much for having me and thank you very much for helping us thank you very much goodbye the scott horton show anti-war radio can be heard on kpfk 90.7 fm in la APSradio.com, antiwar.com, scotthorton.org, and libertarianinstitute.org.